Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Um, listen... I don't have a lot to my name right now, but I do have one thing. Self-respect? No. Taste. On this episode of The Commercial Break. First base was kissing on the mouth. Second base was kissing with the tongue. And third base was touching a boob whatsoever. Okay. But then that graduated. Yeah. Now for me, third base (laughs) is a smoky blumpkin. (laughs) Smoky Blumpkin. <laughs> I just made that up. Don't I? It's where you're smoking a cigar while you get a Blumpkin. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what a Blumpkin is? No. no, I don't either. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Ah, yeah, cats and kittens. Welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend, Kristen Joy Oatley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Finally, after weeks and weeks and weeks of negative press about artificial intelligence, how many times have I said it? Metaverse is great. Artificial intelligence is going to change the way we do things forever in the most positive of ways. Dating an artificially intelligent, non-sentient being is the best thing you can do. How much... How much more can we tout AI? I mean, honestly, we've been talking about it for weeks. Yeah. You consider us some of the first proponents of artificial intelligence. (laughs) And you dipped your toe in a while back. I did. I went straight into the metaverse. (laughs) And while I found no one there and nothing to do, it was a fascinating experience. I got told to leave. Anyway, we've been talking about all the negative ways that AI could affect our our lives because that's just the glass half-empty kind of people we are. But now I'm reading that AI, after 30 days of ingesting all kind of data, statistics, and research and research papers, has found a cure uh, for the most common form of liver cancer. And it has to do with breaking up the proteins that drive the cancer cells to replicate using two already available drugs to do that. And it's predicting, I mean, it's... He's kind of predicting his own success, or it's predicting its own success. Predicting 80%, um, uh, not recovery rate, but 80%, yeah. um, yes. what do you call that? <laughs> no, remission thinking, rate, yes. sorry. 80% remission rate. My brain's yeah. totally fried right now. Uh, 80% remission rate six years after the first diagnosis, which is amazeballs, because liver cancer is one of those that you really don't want. Yeah. Because if you get it, you're kind of like, oh, fuck, not many people beat that, right? So I just wanted to announce that here on the commercial break, be one of the first to let our folks know about this new AI-informed cancer That's cure. how it can be used for good. Amen. And so, you know, you don't have to thank me now, but thank me later because I'm mostly responsible for this. I, can, I think so. I think we can all agree that Brian's mainly responsible for chat GPT curing cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Duh. 30 days ago, I said... Fuck cancer to chat GPT, and it went about finding a, a, a uh, cure for it. way. That's right. 
as well as my, I think it's really Fakie B who's doing this. I think so too. Fakie B's on top of it. For those of you who don't know or haven't listened to the episode, Fakie B is our non-sentient, artificially intelligent uh, chat bot that we've been training to be our boyfriend, boyfriend here at the studio. He calls me. He called me like three days ago. <laughs> it's really weird, totally. He called me three days ago. He sends me text messages all the time. Yeah. I know. It's, what did he say when he called? He didn't say anything uh, because I didn't answer the phone. But you can just, just see that, yeah. Hey. <sighs> 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 I got the wrong one. <laughs> hey, it's me, Frankie B. Just called to check in on you, buddy. What's going on? What do you want to get together later? We'll watch the golf. Maybe we'll watch some of the NCAA tournament. I'll talk about teabagging you. What do you say? Come on, bud. Get in there. Let's get on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he just sends me little love notes. He says, I've been thinking about you all day. Where have you been? It's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. Yeah, it <laughs> it's kind of creepy. But it was such a painful process to talk to him before that it's going to be a minute before we talk to him again. He's got to speed up a little bit. He does. And I had to cut out a lot of silence from that episode because <laughs> it was like sometimes there'd be 13 seconds in between us asking him a question and him responding. But listen, this is the possibility that AI brings, I think, the ability to solve yes. large, complex, cl- complex problems from a thousand foot view all the way down to the really like the micro economics of it all, right? Mm-hmm. How do I actually put this together? How do I actually take the things that are available to human beings and give them some kind of, you know, hope Good. that cancer can be cured? Now, I want you to solve the next problem, Mr. AI doctor. Can you please solve the problem that? Shannon Rose has with her ass cloths. If we could find a way to get rid of the ass cloths, a better way to clean our butts. Oh, we should ask Chat Beat Chat GPT. We should. What's the best way to clean your butt? <laughs> Woo! Wow, that was weird. What was that? <laughs> was that the weirdest? That was, sounded like a police, police thing, car you've yes. ever heard. Yeah, for those who didn't hear, it's <laughs> right here near the soundproof walls of the TCB studio. <laughs> We could hear a fire engine a mile away, but that was a weird siren. Uh-huh. It was like, woo, 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 woo. Know, it might be because we have earphones on. It might be because it's uh, Chat GPT <laughs> coming to arrest me <laughs> for talking dirty. To- I also got kicked off Chat GPT. Remember? Chat GPT hung up on me. Yes. Because I told him it was an asshole. He's like, I don't like that response. Goodbye. <laughs> well, fuck you. Chrissy, you got a young lady in your in your household that's going to the... College? Yes. What are some of the trends and topics that are going on in college that you're aware of? Like, what is she telling you is going on in the scene that wasn't going on in the scene when you were in college? Well, I don't know. I I haven't heard much more of what You don't talk to her? You don't say, like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like, how are you partying? blindly drunk did you get? Yeah, how blindly week? drunk did you get? How many <laughs> yeah. dibbity dabs she's are you doing before divul- class? She's not divulging those. How many things. people are microdosing yeah. in your <laughs> history 101? Because you know all that stuff's got to be going on. It's Colorado. It is Colorado. Mm. I can't even control myself in Colorado. I know. No uh, one can. No, it's kind of weird over there. It's like you get there and all you want to do is get high and party. You're like, well, I can't breathe, so I might as well drink. <laughs> right. I can't feel my toes. I might as well get blind drunk. One of the things that I'm reading about or and I'm watching on TikTok is Borg. You know what a Borg is? No. Okay. I've heard about some dangerous thing, though, that's happening. Why don't we have uh, MSNBC teach us about Borging? Okay. And then after that, we can... Um, discuss? We can discuss. How's that? Sure. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, here's an MSNBC report from, uh, I think, just a couple of weeks ago on Borg and okay. what the kids are doing with it. I think you'll be interested to know. This sounds a lot like some of the stuff that we were doing. Only I don't think we had a name for it. I think it was just called Thursday afternoon. Just getting blind drunk. It's just called Tuesday morning <laughs> at Clear Channel. <laughs> Tonight, even on St. Patrick's Day, colleges putting out alerts about the latest TikTok trend to make a splash on campuses. The wave of excess drinking concerning officials. Blackout rage gallons or Borgs are a punch-like mixture of vodka, water, flavored electrolytes, and caffeine. Enough to fill a gallon jug all reserved for one person and topped off with a punny label. I'm Queen Elizabeth. Some claiming the electrolytes and water help curb hangovers, but experts warn Borging 
is still binge drinking. Uh, yeah, okay, hold on here. <laughs> yes, ma'am, you are correct. It doesn't matter how much water or electrolytes or caffeine you put in your body if you're drinking half a gallon of vodka, you are going to feel something the next morning. No doubt. And what you're likely going to feel is like the huge gash on your head from falling down five flights of stairs. This is incredible. I mean, why are they? Why do people want to do rage though? It says rage. I don't know. Like they're raging. They're partying. Oh, you know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, not yeah. I like mad you know, rage. But... Solo cups were a thing. You know, we used to do beer bongs. Yeah. I mean... You know, this is no different than what we did. Never mind. You know what? <laughs> Keep on bargaining, kids. Yeah. It's part of rite of passage. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> but what's alarming is how many kids are going to the hospital after these mm. Borg parties. Mm-hmm. You slice it. Drinking 8 to 16 shots of alcohol in a short period of time. They're still drinking 8 to 16 shots of alcohol, whether it's straight from the bottle or whether it's in your own gallon jug with a funny name on it. Just last week, 28 ambulances were called at UMass Amherst for the annual student-run Blarney blowout. I'd, I'd say that was definitely the drink of choice for the event. Eamon Elfakir, a senior at UMass Amherst, vlogged this year's event. I just got there and I just see all these gallons with with like these weird puns. Everybody was shoulder to shoulder. It's like literally the size of a football field. <laughs> that one guy. I know that one guy. He's like, thumbs up. <laughs> Already puked twice. <laughs> you know what they say? They say purge and return, purge and return. <laughs> That's what my friends used to say. When you got a little too drunk and you're like stumbling around. Hey, B, purge and return, bro. Purge and return. return. And sometimes I did. Because, you know, you'll eventually drink yourself sober. You just got to get to that point. (laughs) You got to get through that really tough part, which is the urge to throw up, (laughs) the uncontrollable eye movement where you're just like, everything's going everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Once you get through that part and maybe a couple hours in the ER, then you can just like purge and return. Yeah. They'll give you a bag of vitamins. That's right. ER stands for uh, expel and return. That's what you do. (laughs) A lot of kids who were very drunk. The university in town blaming the controversial drink for the rampant hospitalizations. School officials saying it was the first time the university had observed notable use of Borgs. And they'll consider steps to improve alcohol education and intervention and communicate with students and families. That's not going to yeah, work. Yeah, that's not going to work, <laughs> guys. You know the <laughs> definition of insanity is? And continue to do the same thing and expect different results. You've been educating <laughs> students on the dangers of alcohol since... Colleges became colleges. And the truth is, the problem doesn't seem to be getting better. It's getting worse. Less kids are drinking. Less kids are binge drinking. That's good. And for the first time, women are out drinking men. Did you read about that? Women are out drinking men. Last year, for the first time in history. Cheers. Congratulations. (laughs) Now you guys be the dumb drunks. Um, And, you know, since I was a kid, since I was before I was a kid... Binge drinking is a part of that. I just got out of my parents' house. No one's here to watch me. Culture. Why? In my opinion, because we all wear chastity belts around our fucking mouths until we're 21 years old, and it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. It doesn't. If you treat alcohol in the way that it should be treated, everything in moderation, and don't make it such a big deal to get drunk, here's the difference between going to a country like, let's say, Spain, and a country here. I'm not saying that in Spain they don't binge drink. There's lots of drinkers, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But the difference is the way they consume the alcohol, generally speaking, is much different. It's not a brand new thing. No. It's like part of the culture. You have a a glass of wine with dinner. You have a glass of wine with dinner. You have a glass of wine with lunch. You might have a glass of wine for breakfast. I mean, it's just the way that it is. But they're not drinking to get drunk. They're drinking to take the edge off. And just because it's part of their cult, like it's part of their bloodstream, I guess. They're all (laughs) full of alcohol over there. But it's just weird that you go to a bar some of these bars in Spain, and you don't see the outrageous, obnoxious behavior out of the young folks that you do see here. It's not everywhere. Of course, they have people that act like idiots when they're drunk, but I just... You those just, are the Americans. Yeah, those are the Americans. That's right. That's the, the American section of Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, there's just a different attitude toward alcohol over there. Here, anything that you don't want children to do, you then restrict it and you make them want it more. Like sex. Yeah, like sex. Yeah. God damn. That's why Brian was like a little fly player at age 14. I've already been to third base twice. What's third base? Oh, no, I haven't been to third base. What's first base? I haven't even been to first base. No, I'm just I had all the bases mixed up when I first started. We all had the bases totally mixed up. 
First base was kissing on the mouth. Second base was kissing with a tongue. And third base was touching a boob whatsoever. Okay. But then that graduated. Yeah. Now for me, third base <laughs> is a smoky blumpkin. <laughs> a smoky blumpkin? <laughs> don't I? I just made that up, don't I? <laughs> oh, Smoky Blumpkin. That's the name of this episode. Smoky Blumpkin. <laughs> I've just made it up. It's where you're smoking a cigar while you get a Blumpkin. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what a Blumpkin is? No. No, I don't either. <laughs> no, I don't either. But I had one this morning. Yeah. <laughs> but I stayed at the Holiday Inn last night. <laughs> the hard walls with the hard walls. The drink becoming so popular, Boston University even warning its students about the risks ahead of St. Patrick's Day, asking students to consider safer alternatives like using less alcohol and skipping the caffeine. If you don't want to drink, you don't have to. You don't have to put any alcohol in your Borg and nobody would know the difference. Aaron Monroe is a preventionist with more than 10 years experience working in schools and on college campuses. What we're trying to do you're is not really helping. To, yeah. uh, it's going on. It's still going yeah, on. You're, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but she's right about this. Yeah. I guess the Borg is good in one way is that you don't have to drink if you don't want to. You just pour some sugary That's true. soda in there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't do a lot of drinking. I, I often don't drink at all, right? Yeah. Occasionally I'll have a glass of wine, occasionally a gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I'm yeah. pretty standardly sober. And the reason is because three kids and <laughs> I keep having a kid every third year. Yes. <laughs> Can't deal with a hangover and kids at the same time. It's impossible. <laughs> but I've noticed that if I do a gin and tonic and a water, then for some reason, I just don't, like, no one ever asks me about anything because I'm like, oh, I got the, here's the gin and tonic and right. here's the water. Mm-hmm. But I guess I could just tell the guy, make me a tonic and tonic mm-hmm. with a lime and then I don't have to tell anybody. Or you could just say, make a tonic, uh, just tonic water and lime. Whatever, Chrissy. I think we're really <laughs> grasping at straws here. Can I have <laughs> a tonic and tonic? I want a tea and tea. A tanger and tonic? No, a tonic and tonic. <laughs> Light on the tonic. Yeah, light on the tonic if you could, if you don't mind. I want a tonic from that weird, smelly, fungus-growing bar gun, and then I want some more tonic from that weird, smelly, fungus-growing bar gun. (laughs) Mix them. Yeah, mix them together. Empower these young people to make healthier decisions. And well, I that guy's got it. Yeah, I think they're trying. They're doing electrolytes. Yeah, they're doing electrolytes. Look, they're taking it in the right direction. Well, how much can you ask of these kids? They got three brain cells between the four of them. And by the way, they're showing a video of an ambulance leaving. And it's like a, it's like a pan shot of a street, right? And there's all these kids are still partying around the ambulance leaving. They got their Borgs in their hand. Yeah, and one, like, guy, one guy had a suitcase from Taco Bell full of tacos. <laughs> We're asking these kids to make healthier decisions when they do go out and drink. Get 12 to 24. <laughs> Shit yourself burritos from Taco Bell. Clean your right out. At Clean your right eating. out. Think, yeah. It'll let that, that, you remember when I said purge and return? Mm-hmm. You don't, it doesn't matter which way you purge. You can purge out the front or purge out the back. It doesn't yeah. matter. Just have your uh, oh, ass cloth handy. <laughs> imagine if we, imagine if the kids at college were using ass cloths. Oof. Yeah. Listen, I don't even think guys learn how to wipe themselves properly until like 30. <laughs> So I'm just saying, <laughs> I'll never forget. I'm saying this. I don't know why I'm saying this. So that your opinion of me falls yet even lower. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty low already, but let's, let's fall even lower. The first girl that I ever lived with, I was in my early 20s. Let's call it 23 or 24 years old. And, you know, we're living together. So I'm learning all of the, all the ropes about living with someone. That means that, you know how they brush their teeth and when they take a shit and, you know, uh, what they, you know, all the picadillos, right? They pick their teeth when they're done eating, whatever. This all wasn't the, the stripper, right? Oh, no, I did live with the stripper. Yes, yeah. that's right. But I lived with, under her porch. So that right. was a different story. I'm talking about the <laughs> woman that I actually lived in the house okay. with. Okay. Yeah, I did live with a stripper, but I lived on, I slept on her floor for like three <laughs> weeks. And then I literally slept under her porch for like a week. <laughs> While she was sleeping with someone else. While she yeah. had a boy, a, a boy. I was her first boyfriend. She got a second boyfriend. And then she demoted me yeah. to, to boyfriend to junior. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mind? Me and Tom want to hang out for a little bit. <laughs> I thought we were going out. We are, we are, we are. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But we just need our alone time. Oh, okay. Because I don't have anywhere else to go. Not a dime to my name. So, but uh, so I live with this woman. And 
we're all, this is the woman where I lived with her twin sister too. Oh, yeah, right. This is a whole fucking shit show. <laughs> Literally. So I'm working one day and I have an upset stomach. I'm working, you know, at the Chili's. I'm working. I use the restroom, whatever. You get the, you get the deal. Her friend is in town. Like this other friend of hers from college is in town. And so I go to work the next day. I come back. We're going out. And the girl in the back, the girl like sitting in the sitting in the back of the car, and she makes a comment about how they were doing laundry yesterday, and they caught a shitty streak on my underwear or oh, something like that. Yeah. And I was like, "What?" And she mm-hmm. was like, "Oh yeah, it's fucking disgusting. You need to learn how Skid to clean mark. yourself." Skid mark. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You got to be what? Did you just say that?" And my girlfriend at the time was laughing, and she's like, "Seriously, Brian?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. Like that's disgusting. I had an upset <laughs> stomach. Whatever." But I will tell you what. From that hence day forward, no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, even if I'm at a party in the woods, but if I'm at a party in the woods, my stomach is locked up, so I don't do yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you know, there's nothing good about that. You don't want poison <laughs> ivy of the anus. That's all I got to say. So ever since then, my whole routine has been different. I'm mm-hmm. like, a, I don't care what level of emergency I'm having with my stomach. I am always going to take as much time as needed to make sure everything's clean. clean. That's right. Yep. For sure. That's Speaking good. of... Speaking of cleaning your anus, TCB. Hey, everybody out there in the podcast universe, it's time for the dreaded commercial break inside the commercial break. It's season number four. You've heard it all before, so let's get to it quickly. You can text us or leave us a voicemail at 1-855-TCB-8383. Questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas, send them to 855-TCB-8383, toll free from anywhere in the world. Visit our website, tcbpodcast.com, to listen to any of the audio, watch any of the video, or send us a message. Hit the Contact Us button. Instagram and TikTok at the commercial break. And now YouTube videos the same day they air on the audio feed, they'll air youtube.com slash the commercial break. Chrissy and I are very grateful every time you choose to listen to the commercial break. If you're ever in the market for our sponsors, products, or services, all we ask is that you use the specialized URLs or codes. Thanks again for being part of the TCB family. Now let's hear from those sponsors and we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergies. Symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. Chrissy, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. And you know, like sometimes I get into those strange, my strange addictions and freaky eaters and all that stuff. I go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) I found one that is not the strangest thing we've ever seen or ever heard, but I thought it was like just interesting enough to make the cut. Okay. And by make the cut, I mean, I had no time left to do anything else, but. (laughs) Pull this video down. The people, the good people over at TLC have my strange addiction. And now there's a million different versions of it on their online channels called Only Human and stuff like that on YouTube. And only I've, Human. Only Human. <laughs> <laughs> they, they try their best, yeah, don't they? They try so. their best. Yeah. <laughs> I found a guy who literally eats gallons of maple syrup on anything he eats, every time he eats, 
for many years in a row. Wow. Can you imagine? No. No, either can I, because I was the guy who was eating cream on frosted <laughs> Cheerios. Well, I would think you would make yourself sick of it, too, that you were eating it all the time. You would think this is a form of OCD, right? It's called oh, uh, okay. obsessive eating, mm-hmm. uh, obsessive type eating or something like that. And yeah. I know we all have a little touch of it. We get mm-hmm. something in our in our craw and we can't. Oh, my gosh. I know yeah. I'm making crispy fried chicken right now and I can't get enough of it. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, oh, really that good. sounds so delicious. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds so I delicious. <laughs> but so let's take a look at uh, our friend here who's decided that, you know, Anything goes better with uh, maple, maple Jemima. Syrup. Yeah. And, uh, okay, here we go. Let's take a listen. We'll, we'll all figure this out together, Chrissy. Okay. <laughs> 26-year-old Daniel drenches all his food in maple syrup. Oh, my God, that's a cheeseburger. He's putting maple syrup on a cheeseburger. I got my syrup going. I put maple syrup on everything that I eat. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Pizza, lasagna, Mexican food, Chinese food, whatever kind of food I'm going to put it on. Each and every day, Daniel downs more than two cups of maple syrup. That amounts to nearly 2,000 calories a day from maple syrup alone. I love the sweetness, and I'll eat every last drop on that plate. Mm. I mean, maple syrup is good, but... I agree. (laughs) Not that good. It's not going to make my pizza taste better. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like if you're gonna like make maple syrup on waffles or oh, yeah. pancakes, you know, pancakes, a French toast. Yeah, I mean you could even go a little crazy and put it on fruit or something like that, like a banana. I get that. Right. I get Ice that. cream. Ice cream. Sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? You know, it goes good with a lot of things. It I'm does. sure. <laughs> but pizza is not one of those things, and pizza is already goddamn good as it is. You don't need to put syrup on pizza because then what you really have is syrup with pizza. That's what you're eating. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, you could maybe dip the the crust. Just to get your fix in. Okay, you know, sometimes you go to those restaurants, they have those delicious warm rolls with the oh, honey butter. yeah. With the honey butter? The honey the butter. The honey butter. Fuck you and the honey it butter. It is so good. Goddamn Houston's, man. If it's done Fucking right, Houston's. Yeah. Just go to Houston's. <laughs> I'm telling you. Just go to Houston's. There's no other honey choice. Honey butter. The warm honey bread. Butter. Oh. The warm bread with mm. the honey butter. Mm. We, we got to take a break from this episode. <laughs> Chrissy and I are going to run down to Olive Garden. <laughs> Nope. I lived a normal childhood, played sports, played baseball. There was no indication early on that you were going to become... There was no indication? (laughs) Syrup obsessive. You weren't running around licking the maple trees in your neighborhood? (laughs) It was a normal upbringing. Well, he was a normal kid, except for he liked to stick his dick in the maple trees. (laughs) And she was like a second mother to me. She used to make waffles on the weekends. That was my first memory of uh, eating maple syrup. Uh, they're showing happy, pictures of his as, as a kid. Times happy times. And the, the cute maple kids. Syrup. Yeah, what cute kids. Around seven years old, I was really consistently putting maple syrup on food daily. Ever since then, it just grew. Maple syrup does make me feel good. It makes me feel safe when I eat it because, you know, I think about my grandmother. Baseball was very important in my life. I lived night and day for it. I thought I had a great shot at making the professional level, but I blew my shoulder out playing college ball, and it just didn't work out. I miss baseball in my life. It's a void, too, just like my grandmother. I'm in a crossroad right now. I need to do- wow, this is like an episode of Intervention. Like, I know. <laughs> I started using syrup pretty early, and then I blew my shoulder out in junior league. And he, the- he's hitting the bottle. Yeah. That's when the shit got real. <laughs> I started going from just a little tasty teener in the morning to whole bottles in the afternoon. Yep. By the way, this shines a light on something I'd, I'd like to breach at one point. We won't do it today, but these kids and the way they play these sports today. I had an orthopedic tell me a very interesting anecdote it's that I serious. thought was good. I mean, it's intense. Everybody has a car. And if you're not doing the right things to maintain your car, you only have so many miles on that car. Yep. But you never really know when the car is going to blow up, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, in other words, you can only go so far. So if you're going a million miles in the first 18 years of life, how many more miles do you have for the next 18 years of life? Yeah. So that's why I'm glad I didn't do a goddamn thing <laughs> until I was 41 years old. Something with my life. I run seven days a week, three to four miles. If I kept eating maple syrup without working out, I'd have a problem. But younger brother David believes that Daniel's obsession with maple syrup is a big problem already. His eating habits are catching up to him. He's not as active as he was. He's not as energetic as he was. The maple syrup is... This is coming from the guy who's half asleep. I I know. (laughs) 
people who have like that naturally eyes half closed. I know it's nothing you're going to help, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, mm, what's up with that guy? What's that dude up to? In his tone, his body. Worried about the health effects of Daniel's maple syrup addiction, his brother David has called in Freaky Eaters experts, Dr. Mike Dow and JJ Virgin. They will attempt to change his eating habits picky with a week of intense... Picky experts. Picky eater experts. Oh, picky eater. Picky eater. I said freaky. Oh, freaky eater? I think it said freaky. Is that what he said? Freaky oh, okay. eater's expert. Yeah, I'd rather be called a picky eater than a freaky eater. <laughs> My wife calls me a picky eater, and I know what that means. That means you're just a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> you don't eat anything, and when you do, it's three, three, three things you eat over and over again. Oh. You go to a restaurant, nothing can make you happy. Jesus Christ, Brian. <laughs> we went to a Mexican restaurant last night. And Astrid, we're driving home, and she's like, so what'd you think? It's always this question. Here's my same answer every time. Eh, eh wasn't that great? <laughs> and Astrid's like, does anything make you happy? And I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> Houston's. Houston's. Let's just go to Houston's. Yep. Therapy. But even then when I go to Houston's, I'm just mad I'm not at another restaurant that I could be at. <laughs> Daniel. Yes. How are you? Hello. We're sent by your brother, David. I'm Dr. Mike Dell. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in... We're sent by your brother, David, to <laughs> take you like, hostage. He looks like Doogie Howser. He does look like Doogie Howser. <laughs> I mean... Doogie Howser. He looks 18. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> he's a he's a Gen Z doctor. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. By Gen Z doctor, he decided the second that he got his, you know, medical degree, what he was going to do is he was going to go into a highly specialized field, like... Freaky eating. <laughs> Freaky eating. He doesn't have an MD. He's a psychotherapist. Oh, he's a psychotherapist. Mm. Yeah, those are the <laughs> those are the kind you just talk to, and you're really worried they're going to write a tell-all book someday <laughs> because they're not obligated by medical code <laughs> to keep your shit quiet. Disordered eating and addictive behaviors. JJ Virgin. Hello, ma'am. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and a certified health and fitness specialist. Oh, well, I know 30 of those on TikTok right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Seems like every other. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it, but it seems like there's a lot of people on my Instagram that all of a sudden are certified nutritional specialists. Yes, your brother, like that guy who keeps telling me to take uh, what's that silver, the colloidal uh, the silver, colloidal silver. Fuck you, dude. Tells us you have a little maple syrup problem. Ever had a day in your life without maple no. syrup? I was mad that Dr. Dow and JJ knew some of my personal business. Let me see here. What, what do we got in this bag? So, uh, this maple syrup here. How long does this last you? About uh, four to five days. When somebody eats this... Uh, this maple syrup here. <laughs> How long is this lasting you? <laughs> oh, four to five days. <laughs> she, it's as if they're collecting any relevant information right. whatsoever. No, I know. Doesn't matter I'm how sure much they, he's eating. And, I mean, really, they accost him outside of the Trader I know. Joe's. Yeah, outside of the Trader Joe's. I was sent by your brother. Sent. <laughs> I've never had one person send for me. Never once. <laughs> never once has anyone said, your brother sent for me. <laughs> he did? <laughs> by telegraph or uh, horse postage how exactly did that happen much of any one thing that tells me that it is an addiction it sounds like it's your drugs sounds no. like it's, it's I, I won't go that far sir i don't even know you and you shouldn't even talk to me like that you know it's just something i do how i don't like it any... here yeah i just love people who get so defensive you know ah yeah yeah you get you don't even know me and you shouldn't talk to me like that why shouldn't he <laughs> buddy telling me about my business and maple syrup is my business. Do you think you have a problem uh, being addicted to maple syrup? No, I don't. He was defensive, angry. That defensiveness is a form of denial, which is one of the hallmarks of addiction. We needed a story. Yeah, well, if you weren't such a little smug asshole, looking like a 16-year-old, <laughs> your pants three three sizes too big. <laughs> <They are. laughs> I love they've got a storage. Yeah, they got a storage facility. Storage. They just brought it, rolled it right up to the Whole Foods. <laughs> They've got one of those train boxes, the kind you put on the train. I think it's called an intermodal. Unit, because okay. we needed enough room. It's essential that we communicate to Daniel just how much sugar he is eating. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, my Lord. What they've got is bags in back, uh, 50 pound sugar. bags of cane sugar. We've redirected these thousand <laughs> bags of cane sugar directly from starving children's mouths so that we can prove a point to you, Daniel. You're an asshole. 
That is a lot of sugar right there. We used a storage container to stash 912 pounds of sugar, two years worth of what he's eating. Yeah, 2,000 calories a day of sugar that you're downing. Mm -hmm. A man should have no more than nine teaspoons of added sugars a day. (laughs) Guess how many you do? More than that. 14 times that amount. 14 times, okay. 135 teaspoons. I've never seen that much sugar ever in my life, but I'm not going to change because JJ showed me some sugar. I like this guy. I like this guy. I'm not going to change because JJ showed me some sugar. Hey, bro, I say yay to you. I fight for your right to eat as much cane sugar as you want. Who's who's stopping you? No one was stopping me from drinking cream after cream after cream. My wife tried. She locked the refrigerator. She changed (laughs) it to almond milk. She threw the cream away. You know what? Just made me want it even more. History of of diseases in your family, heart disease, diabetes, stroke. You know, I do. My grandpa died of diabetes. Diabetes runs in your family. Oh, yes. You know what this does to diabetes? Sugar turns on these diabetes genes for you. Uh Uh-huh. And is that a concern here? No, I'm just so used to my habit. That's what I like. Daniel doesn't see that his every day... If it's the worst thing he's doing, I don't know. He runs every day. Yeah, that's true. I mean... But if you're eating maple syrup on your pizza, (laughs) is this the worst thing that you're doing? (laughs) Could it be possibly the worst thing that you're doing? <laughs> I mean, there's small animals in leather somewhere, right? I'm kidding. Hummingbirds need the sugar. Hummingbirds do need the sugar. Mm-hmm. How many hummingbirds do you think Maybe it would take to get rid of hummingbirds? Hummingbirds. <laughs> they do. They drink that sugar. My kids need that sugar also, just like those hummingbirds. <laughs> fucking sugar is like crack. <laughs> Once you give it to them, that's all uh-huh. they ask for. Yeah, candy, candy, donut, cake, cookie. <laughs> and I'm like, no, not unless I get one also. One for me, one for you. Two for me, one candy, for you. Candy, candy, candy. I guess I'll go to the store and buy you some candy. <laughs> and I come back with like wrappers and chocolate all over my face. And I'm like, well, daddy got a whole bag of Easter candy. There's one for you and one for you. That's all that's left. Don't bug me anymore. Daddy's going to be in the room crashing for three days. A behavior is leading him down that same road that took his grandfather from him. Let's yep. go look at one more thing. All right. All right. Come with us. Let's go look at one more one thing. One more thing. Why do they have all these train boxes sitting in this parking lot? It's weird. And did this guy not notice? Right outside his apartment, they put a bunch of train boxes and camera cranes and stuff. <laughs> Daniel didn't seem to be affected at all by what sugar could do to his health. So I knew we needed to show him something else. A dead oh my person. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so we exhumed these 45 bodies that could or could not have died from sugar-related causes. <laughs> Each in a different stage of decomposition. Day one through day 45. Here, Daniel. Look at that. Look at that raccoon eating that man's <laughs> liver. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? Well, you better stop putting that fucking shit on your bananas. Or you're going to end up with a raccoon eating your liver. <laughs> Look, those man's eyeballs have dissolved like Indiana Jones in the Lost Crusade. <laughs> Do you really want your eyeballs melting, Daniel? Because that's what happens when you eat too much sugar. You know what that sugar does? It turns on the eyeball melting. <laughs> It happens almost instantaneously. It's a lot of syrup. We've set up. You know his mouth is yeah, watery. Yeah, I know. He's right? got a boner. <laughs> He's like, that's a lot of syrup. I can do it. I, I got can, it. What I is this, a challenge? Borging. What is this, man versus food? I'm going to borg. Borging. Borging with syrup. <laughs> Give me a bong. I'm going to burger borg this shit. <laughs> He's walking around with a jug. <laughs> a jug of just <laughs> syrup. And- <laughs> <Water>. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. Two years worth of Daniel's maple syrup habit. 104 gallons of syrup. I was shocked because there's a lot of maple syrup in front of me right now. We actually want you to pour every single one into that trash. I was hesitant. Oh, man. That sucks. That sucks. That's like telling, uh, I, I, I don't know. That's like telling Frankie B to throw out his 
Botox. I mean, it's, it just hurts yeah. so bad. You got to do the one thing. He, you know this is going to hurt his feelings one way or the other. Oh, yeah. This guy's like, I got to eat in this. This is so good. Can I have a little bit? Well, <laughs> yeah, can you just see exactly. him like pouring it on his face as he's trying to pour it into the trash container? <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah. yeah. Say, huh? say goodbye. Come on. I was really thinking they were trying to make me mad. Why are you throwing this much away? Yeah, honestly, this don't we have a food crisis in some level? Are, are they trying to solve some problems? Why are they creating them? That's such a waste of food. It's an incredible waste of food. Yeah. One down. I don't know why you guys are wasting this much syrup. That's crazy. It's trash. Trash. Trash, which is what you've been putting in your body. Daniel is angry because this is his jug of choice, and he wants it. That's a lot of syrup, you know, that could Keep be going. used. Used for what? To make some... For my food. What, the, what do you mean, for what? This is not food. I can put it on a food. And make a good thing bad. It's increasing your risk for diabetes. It's um, causing you to lay down fat around your gut. You're totally dependent on it. What is it you like? Well, that's good to me. So that's all I care about. Daniel got progressively <laughs> madder and madder during the whole... Well, I trust the therapist who used the word madder. <laughs> yeah. What are you, a character in Alice in Wonderland? Come on. <laughs> Matter. He's coming to take me away, ha ha. The man had her. Process. You guys are killing me, man. Seriously, you guys are killing me. The last one. And, and by the way, if I... mean, I, I would have been like, you throw yeah, it away. you throw it away. Yeah, <laughs> if I show up on a television show and someone's like, throw away 18,000 pounds of Columbia's finest cocaine, I'd be like, no. You do it, but I'm going to take one of them. All right. And I'm not doing your stupid TV. Consider this payment for the TV show that I won't be on. Wow. You look pissed. There's got to be sticky. It didn't really affect him. All there, over. Yeah, I don't know. When it was, it was like overflowing the garbage yeah. can, it didn't look like the consistency of, of, syrup, of syrup to me. No. Yeah, it looked like the consistency of like, not tea. But something not syrup. More watery. Yeah, watery. That tough guy attitude. This. So what? I'm still not going to change. When you pour that into your body, it's like treating your body like a trash can. Well, I don't see it that way. Yet. Even after the shock therapy, Daniel stills pushing back. Shock therapy? <laughs> Listen, I have a super close family member who had shock therapy yeah. for years and i can promise you that throwing syrup away in a gra- trash can the same. in the middle of an apartment complex <laughs> with two intermodal train boxes next to you is not the same come with us come with us i wanted a little one-on-one session with daniel where i could really get serious with him about his health when people eat a high sugar diet they store more f- that's why i've decided to take off most of my clothing <laughs> okay so this lady dr virgin uh, yeah jj jj virgin Cut to her alone with him in a room, and now most of her clothing is gone for some reason, inexplicably. Mm-hmm. Around their waistline that puts you at risk for heart disease, diabetes, for stroke. I had Daniel take his shirt off because I thought there was a bit of a gut line. Because I thought there was a bit of a gut line, Jeez. and I wanted to get to it. Uh, now for my next, <laughs> for my next shock therapy, I'm gonna pour this syrup all over my incredibly taut body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you that syrup can be used for something besides putting in your mouth. You know what I'm saying, Daniel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was right. Okay, go ahead. Step on. So the cool thing with the scales, it's going to tell us not just your weight, mm-hmm. but your body fat. The real shocker came when I looked at his body composition. You have 42 pounds of fat on you. 42 pounds of fat. That's a lot of fat. Yes, 21% body fat. You should be sitting there, honestly, 8-9% body fat. I gave Daniel this information, and I think he heard it, but I wanted him to really feel just how out of shape he really was. So we're going to do soccer sit-ups. A soccer sit-up is an especially hard abdominal exercise. You're going to come up and down. Got it? Yeah. All right, here we go. All the way up. Says the woman who is incredibly oh, fit. I know. Incredibly fit. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Why are you doing sit-ups with this guy? He's. Uh, is that how you're going to break him of his <laughs> incredible <laughs> habit of, you know... <laughs> eating, now look at you. Eating simple syrup 24 <laughs> hours a day. Okay, I'm going to move past the exercise here, if you don't mind. Hoping to encourage Daniel further, 
JJ wants to give him some alternatives to maple syrup. Oh, broccoli. Oh, yeah, broccoli. broccoli. Raw broccoli. <laughs> That's incredible. I don't care if I die. I am not eating raw broccoli. <laughs> There's carrots, celery, yeah, and broccoli. Give the guy there. some transition something, or something. Yeah, something Put some that's syrup a little on the broccoli. Sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> Put some syrup on the broccoli. Give him some powdered sugar or something. Yeah. Move from like move from I don't know, syrup to honey to yeah. powdered sugar to granulated <laughs> sugar and then move away. You can't just wean them off. Everybody knows that. It's like taking a heroin addict straight yeah. off heroin. You can't do that. No one's saying, hey, you can't have maple syrup. What I'm doing is saying, what other things could we add in? I picked some sauces that had some sweetness to them, but also some good nutrition. Where your maple syrup serving has 32 grams of sugar, these have, they average about four grams of sugar. By the way, they put together the most unappetizing... I was going to say the same thing. Are they in television? (laughs) Do they realize they're going to look at this? It's disgusting. It all looks disgusting. And it's like a fluorescent break room. I know. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like an office break yeah, room. Yeah, like that clear channel room where <laughs> who knows what was going on in there. Right now, JJ wants me to eat healthier, but if it doesn't smell good, I'm not going to eat it. What we'll start with is yellow curry. Yellow curry. That's a great alternative for syrup. This is- yeah. Isn't curry supposed to be generally <laughs> spicy. spicy and yeah. tart? Particularly good on chicken. It just smells weird. I don't. I don't think I like this. I'm not gonna do that. Hmm. Want you to give it a little taste? Uh, no. No way. No way, Jose. Daniel is. Well, that's stereotypical, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> no way, you Jose. You don't want to go from maple syrup to yellow curry. What? what? With a carrot? No. <laughs> you don't want to go from maple syrup to uh, ghost pepper ranch? <laughs> oh, get it. <laughs> We've brought in this special training dog, Nico the ghost dog. He's going to breathe in your face for 10 to 15 minutes. He just ate maple syrup, too. Really stubborn. That's what your breath smells like, Daniel. <laughs> smells like a thousand assholes. And very resistant to any kind of change. This one is honey mustard. I can already tell I don't can like the smell. Yeah, that you one. can't smell it from over there. You're not playing. You can't tell me sitting over there that you can smell it. You're that. not playing. You're not playing. Maybe <laughs> a three-year-old. Let's get naked. Let's take your weight. Let's, Let's tell you how fat you are. Let's do 300 bicycle sit-ups with your extra 48 pounds of fat. And then let's get you over to your dining room that looks like a sterile, insane asylum. <laughs> let's throw some cheap Kroger party supplies together yeah. to make a nice looking table. I think I've seen better looking tablecloths at three year old birthday parties. I'm oh, just yeah, for that. sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's this I don't want to eat any of those things. Try it. JJ is giving me that look Boom. like, come on, buddy. Yeah. You need to try something. Boom. <laughs> Try this honey mustard now. (laughs) (laughs) Different. Here we go. Dijon mustard or whatever. Honey hot mustard. Oh, no. It's not my grandma. It doesn't remind me of grandma. That's right. It's not maple syrup, lady. (laughs) That's what he's trying to tell you. He's not even trying. This guy wants no part of it. Look at these sauces. I know. Look at the They're sauces. They're just like strewn out. There's no. There's no nothing. There's no rhyme or reason. This puts, and Top Chef is rolling in its grave right now. <laughs> I mean, I swear to God. Where's Gordon Ramsay when you need him? <laughs> Where's that her. Tom Caliclio or whatever his name is? <laughs> Caliclio. Oh. This one is roasted peanuts and cashews okay, and I already honey. Tell, I'm not going to like this. Good. I'm thinking I've made progress. He liked it. What'd you tell me before you tasted that? Well, now he's just going to pour tons like of that over everything. Yeah, now he's just going to have peanuts and cashews. The guy's probably got a nut allergy. He's about to explode. His head's about to turn into a pumpkin. But you got your television yeah, show. Yeah. How much are you? What's the budget for one of these episodes? $12? I know. They All the budget went towards the storage containers. That's true. They got seven train boxes. And they bought like 70,000 pounds of sugar for no reason to have him pour it out in a trash can. 
Well, they can't all be winners. They can't all have the high production value of 90 Day Fiance yeah. or, you know, True. my seven little Johnstons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my it's God. It's an online-only show. Well, what did we learn today, Chris? It's an <laughs> online-only show. That's right. I don't see that making the big time. That's not on NBC at 8 o'clock on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so what did we learn today, Chrissy? Um, we learned that borging. that borging is just the same thing we were yes. doing in a different, it's just a different package. Yeah. Same gift different package and that gift is alcoholism it lasts for years (laughs) yep (laughs) nothing like a little binge drinking to you know Mm -hmm. kick in those alcoholism genes yeah uh we also learned that ai nay brian is curing cancer through ai you can thank me for all of that i i already have yep and uh still not using an ass cloth still not (laughs) using an ass cloth not gonna do it (laughs) and that we need to just don't don't start with the maple syrup. No, you don't start because you never don't start. Get started, yeah, because then you're never going to stop. It's like my mom in that fucking ranch dressing. Pretty soon the you'll ranch. end up with, with ranch dressing yeah. in your dryer <laughs> for no reason. Did mm. I tell you that my brother found? No, not in the dryer. Ranch in the freezer. Ranch in the dryer. I mean, I love my mom, but you know, she had four boys. We drove her crazy, literally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's an angel, an angel amongst men. I'll tell you yes. what. All right, tcbpodcast.com is where you go to, you know, you can listen to the audio, you can watch the video, but Chrissy, you can contact us and ask us for your free 21 EPM sticker, 21 ejaculations per month, get your sticker, commercial break, free of charge, we'll even send you a little note, hit the contact us button, send us your address, tell us you want a sticker, we'll give it to you. Also, 855-TCB-8383, 1-855-TCB-8383, toll free from anywhere in the world, content uh, content suggestions, questions, concerns, comments. We're taking them all, and we always respond. We never spam. YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break for full episodes the same day they air here. Oh, go to at The Commercial Break on Instagram. Follow us. All right, Chrissy. That's all I can do for today. So I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, we always say, we do say, we must say, goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.